How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah live. 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 Right now, um, thank you so much for being here. Happy Good Friday. Yes. Happy, happy Friday, happy bank holiday. And we were just saying that Easter is, of course, Jules's favourite, but no chance for decoration this year. No, no, we have seen, we are recording this on Instagram Live and we have seen comments coming up. Somebody's decorated their house, which I am actually happy for. I think I made a bit of a bitchy comment pre-recording. Um, <laughs> I am very, very happy for you. And actually, we did a FaceTime with Dutch's sister because it's her birthday today and she had the most exquisite Easter tree set up in her living room. I've never seen anything like it. Easter baubles, feathers, leaves. And I think that's where my business has come from. It's all, it's all deep-rooted. It's all deep-rooted. It's all yeah. my own stuff. Look, it's all a reflection, really, isn't it? It's all a reflection. <laughs> we've got the only Easter um, decorations that we've got is this bunny rabbit that's covered in flowers. It's like a floral bunny. Right? <laughs> Sounds very minimal. <laughs> I likened it to the Times Square puppy. I don't know if you remember that. The floral puppy. <laughs> Who can forget? Yes. That was my inspiration. Um, but it's in storage. And I did consider making the journey. I was like, is it an essential journey to get my floral bunny out of storage to put out for four days and then return? Probably not. <laughs> that poor Easter bunny is probably in there going, I know it's my time. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. It's probably doing its warm-up, waiting for the box to open. It'll be very disappointed. Very disappointed. Oh, that's, that's, don't, because I carry things like that. I'm waiting, Sarah. I'm waiting. It's good Friday. <laughs> but yeah, no decoration, no decorations here either, sadly. Um, an Easter tree, very impressive. Oh, it's something that I, I keep meaning to recreate. And actually, I'm, I'm thinking of just Googling Swedish Easter because they all over the streets in Stockholm, it's all like lovely feathers and they have these very, very dense cream buns. Oh, really? 
They are incredible. And I once took my friend, I was like, you need to come and have one of these cream buns. And we had an Easter cream bun in Stockholm. We still talk about it now. I, in my mind, this was you saying to your friend at lunchtime, you've got to have one of these buns. You two going straight to the airport, flying to Stockholm, having a bun, coming home. It is something that I would absolutely yeah. do. I'm here for it. Lunch in another country. When all this is over, just think. Gosh, what a time, what a time. What a time. Um, so what's been going on with you this week, my love? Well, I did want to fill you in on the big potatoes because I realised we didn't talk about it last week. Now, no. if you missed the first of the lockdown live Jules and Sarah specials, um, I had some very, very large potatoes. I mean... They were like the size of your head. They actually were. One of them was very good. One of them was <laughs> the size of John's youngest daughter's head. Like, that's actual fact. And if that's anything to measure a potato by, it's yeah. a young child's head. It's a seven-year-old <laughs> head. That's right. But they were absolutely enormous. So we made sausage and mash. Well, we had mash. To sp I mean, it was enough mash for a family of 12. <laughs> it was enough to feed you know, a whole, an army of children. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want any more mash. Have some more mash. Have some, like, mash was it. <laughs> they couldn't see over the top of it. They were like, all this mash. <laughs> this is so much mash. <laughs> Have you got any gravy? So we had all this mash. And I was like, right, I'm going to make fish cakes. That's what I'm going to do. I, this has got fish cake written all over it. I did have to leave, it, <laughs> I did have to leave the mash outside uh, overnight, like out of the fridge. Mm. I thought, there's no way I could accommodate that much mash. Honestly, it was like... <laughs> Who can? Yeah. John was like, what's this? <laughs> Lifted the lid. I was like, that's the mash. Anyway, I was like, I'm going to fish cakes. So I went to the guy, I went to the fruit and veg store, I ran out actually, I thought, oh my God, I've forgotten parsley, right, so I ran out, I got the guy. It's been me, hell. Do you know what I mean? It's been relentless. <laughs> ran over there, got this, grabbed a, a bit of parsley, bought it, came back. Anyway, we've been doing this very clever thing, where if you chop off the bottom, put it in a glass of water, it sort of revives it. So it was quite floppy. It was quite sad parsley. And then, honestly, after an hour, it was like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> it had a full, it had a full I'm ready. 60 minute makeover, right? That was it, it was ready to go, this parsley. It was so good. So um, anyway, I put it on Instagram and somebody wrote to me, bearing in mind, this is after I've made the fish cakes. The fish cakes, I've made them, everyone's got involved, I've bread crumbed them, I've popped them in the fridge. Um, this girl wrote to me and she was like, that's not parsley. And I was like, I think you'll find it in parsley. And she was like, no, it's coriander. I was like, what? Imagine though, John and I, it's Sunday night, and we're just nibbling on bits of it. I was like, I don't know. I think, do you think this is parsley? Is it, I think this, no, no. Googling pictures of the leaves and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, turns out, I think it was, I think it was coriander. 
How horrifying. Honestly, well, I thought of you. I thought, imagine Jules is But I hate parsley. Anything that I can taste as I breathe out is not welcomed. Interesting. Don's Mon Palette. God, I didn't know it was parsley as well. Yeah, anything like, <sighs> that I can Wait, taste yeah. like. I'll, I'll write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on my rider, you know. I don't like eggs where they shouldn't be and food that I can taste as I breathe out. Surprise eggs. I do think of you a lot. I don't like a surprise egg. No, it's awful. I, awful, awful, awful. <laughs> and something else that's happened is that John... Um, so, did I tell you that John wants me to cut his hair? Oh, let's talk about this. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, as lockdown goes on, hair's getting unruly, right? I think there's two options for men. There's two options. There's either you bick it and you shave it all off and you just do it, or, my God, you cling on. Yeah. <laughs> you see where we're going. It's uncharted well, waters. John's always fancied his hair as a bit of a David Lynch like very sort of long with a lot going on, very short at the sides, mm. right? So he was like, it's fine. <laughs> Now's the time to get the hair of his dreams. Vis a vis Sarah's salon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So he was like, I'll get a trimmer. I don't even, trimmer's the right word, isn't it? Hair trimmer? Yeah, not yeah. trimmer, trimmer. Yeah. I was going to call, I was like calling it a hair razor. I was like, <laughs> something's not right about this. A hair a head razor, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, he ordered this thing, right, online. He read the reviews and he ordered it from Amazon. He was very excited. It arrived. It's got an American plug, right? And I was like, did it not? I'm going to have to go to the door because somebody keeps <laughs> knocking. I'm so sorry. You keep telling the story. <laughs> Who would be at the door? Who would be at the door now? <laughs> what has Jules had delivered? What is he signing for right now? What's he taking delivery of? I mean, it could be anything, couldn't it? It could be beautiful books. It could be a fish pie from next door. It could be anything. We just don't know. Look at me. Look at me. I'm sorry. It'll be some sort of scented candle or something. You know how it is. I've got no idea. He was very persistent. I'm so sorry. No, he would be. He would be. And, and you're, right to have, you're right to have got that. Shame Dutch isn't around. Oh, it'll be brought up at our Friday afternoon. How was the week catch-up meeting? <laughs> Put that on the agenda. <laughs> we were speculating, well, I was, about what you could have taken delivery of. I was like, it could be anything. It could be beauty products. I don't beauty. know what it is. Where does it come from? I know exactly what it is. <laughs> it's actually to do with work. No, it's to do with work. It's boring. Anyway, let's continue. Well, good. The good news is that it's here. So, <laughs> and a few people as well have... Um, <laughs> A few somebody's put, you just can't get the staff on. No, can't get any staff. <laughs> um, a few people pointed out that perhaps the word I was searching for was clippers. Hair clippers. Yes. So we order these, he's bought these clippers. It's come, it's got a um, American plug. I was like, did you not say in the specifications? He didn't want to hear that. Anyway, <laughs> we went to the little shop that's along here. Like the amazing, you know, those amazing <laughs> shops that sell everything. 
and he bought an adapter, right? An American to English adapter. However, unfortunately, and I wouldn't have thought of this, um, the voltage. I was going to say, I didn't want to dampen the story, but you know, <laughs> these things happen. So, so what's been, what's next on well, the agenda he, for John? He, he plugged it in and, um, well, it blew up, basically. In a very sort of, you know, not in a sort of kind of way, just in a sort of, you know, smell a bit funny, the on button went black, that sort of thing. So oh. I think, you know, that's obviously £75. Very well spent there. <laughs> Which I'm sure you've reminded of him over and over again. Uh, the thing is, I'm in no position to be talking about <laughs> wasting £75, given my track record of purchases. <laughs> I know Dutch the other day was like, what's in that box? And I was like, well, um, actually, uh, you'll see later. And I thought, I'm not going to tell him, because he'll be like... Hosiery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hosiery's arrived. Um, my, lockdown, my lockdown suspenders are here. No. Um, it was actually a new reed diffuser. Now, Dutch... Um, <laughs> Dutch doesn't have a habit of, like, of noticing newness in the house. So I like to play a game of, like, well, when's he going to find it? Yes. So anyway, I quickly unpacked reed diffuser, set it up perfectly bobbed it in the in the bedroom and it's a lovely um it's a lovely pine forest smell now i don't want you to think anything tacky pine this is very yes. high-end pine oh, it's okay. very like pine after the rain is where sure. we're going <laughs> yes. and i'm also I'm after a hike in your very exclusive very luxury lodge that's yeah yeah pine. this is this is like after the rain just as the sun settings pine with a chamomile tea this is no yeah. tree hanging from a wing mirror pine no <laughs> So I put it in the bedroom and I, and I left the window open so the wind would waft the pine scents bring through. Bring it outside in, seeing as you can't go for a walk, we'll bring it in. <laughs> so I kept walking into the bedroom going, it's defusing and going back out. And so Dutch was like, what's going on? Dutch didn't comment on the pine fresh until 48 hours later when he went, what the hell is that smell in here? As we woke up and I was like, it's our new pine diffuser. And he was like, oh. He's like, I've been wondering what that is. <laughs> it's that thing, isn't it? Can you, can you smell something? Can you smell something? Oh, yes! <laughs> I paid good money for this sheep pine. Yeah. It's delightful. I'm thrilled. Oh, God. Will we do? Will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh, my God. Let's. Let's do some correspondence. Now, this is quite exciting because as a result of bingo playing, I have delved into the slightly dusty inbox of Jules and Sarah podcast. And first of all, I need to start off with an apology, which is if you have sent us a message in there, some of them went back 34 weeks. So I just, I just want to say thank you. As ever, this is a very high-end organised production that we run here. of the DMs that have been slid into. I and we, I will be keeping a closer eye. Okay. <laughs> so if you do want to send us a message for the podcast, for the lockdown podcast and beyond, please slide into the DMs on Jules and Sarah podcast because we are up and running. Again, <laughs> yes. Okay, They are being monitored. So this has come in from Stephanie. 
Your bingo last night has really lifted my spirits. 100,000%. I really needed just to laugh and smile and haven't done in such a very long time. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this. You've brought some laughter where honestly I thought I'd lost it for good. Thank mm. you. So that is from gorgeous Stephanie. Thank you for that. On behalf of Maureen and Bev. Thanks yes, for yes, thank you. They do thank you. God, I mean, we haven't heard from them. Nobody's heard sight nor seen of them. <laughs> Bev was last seen with a GMT from a can, and that was it. Yeah, in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> her heels are still here, though, but That's never it. mind. She was sat in a trolley in uh, Morrison's car park. This has come in from Saskia. Saskia says, G'day from Australia. Oh, beautiful. I just wanted to say it only took me until yesterday to realise that the podcast group isn't called the Portaloo Crew. <laughs> I've, been, I've been confused with over 20 podcast episodes and finally got my tiny brain to make the connection. Cheese, it's the cheese, goddammit. <laughs> Imagine her at the office photocopier. I've started listening to this great, this great podcast. They talk about cheese, but their group references portable toilets. So I'm still yet to work out the relation there. I don't know. I just don't understand. Stay safe and happy. Keep doing what you're doing. You both, without a doubt, bring giggles and, and boots to us all. To do some boots there. Some boots. Boots. Yeah. Little knee high. And then this is fantastic because she's added on the end. Portaloo, as in portable toilets <laughs> and music festivals and markets. Very aware. We're all aware. I love that, we, that she thought we might be going, Portaloo, what, what does she mean, Portaloo? <laughs> Saskia, that's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for so clearing much. up any confusion. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me see. Let's see if we have one more. Uh, let's have a look. This is so good. There's also in the closed uh, Facebook group, the Port Salut crew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's also the most incredible video of a Welsh grandma having her um, food delivered that one of the girls has shared in there. And it is absolutely amazing. Okay, the, the exchange of money that happens through the letterbox, through a hard cut <laughs> brain pipe is everything you could ever want. Have you seen the video of the lady giving massages through letterboxes? Uh, sorry, manicures through letterboxes. No. Oh my God. So she's obviously in her house. She set up the little manicure table. It's got a flower on it and all her like things. She's got the wheel so to push through the letterbox to choose your thing. And you put your hand through, and you push your nails, and then you take it back out. Like a nail glory hole. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Your businesses that you just never thought would stay running, churning it out. I wonder if I could tan through a letterbox. Just pop your leg through. <laughs> but imagine also, I mean, it begs you. I'm thinking about where her letterbox is on her door because some people have them yeah. quite low, don't they? Oh, yeah, also, yeah. also imagine walking down the street and seeing somebody from the other side. Are <laughs> <laughs> you darling? Just, just get my nails done. <laughs> I don't know if it is health and safety friendly, but it is amazing. Yeah, don't know. Can't say you know where where things stand in that sense. No, no, it's clever either way. 
um, please, please slide into the DMs. Send us some messages. As I say, we are monitoring them. We are across them and we will be catching up on the past two and a half years of messages that you've sent us on here. But Jules and Sarah podcast, or like Jules says... Um, the closed Facebook yes, group. The closed Facebook group is really the place to go. Um, so look, I mean, how? Sheila and Ken... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Are they still? Are they still married? Still <laughs> no, Sheila and Ken actually. Um, so we have we have a wine and nibbles booked in with Sheila and Ken at one o'clock on Sunday. Easter nibbles. We were going to have lunch, but Sheila declared it. She said, "I just think it's unfit that we'll all be eating different meals." So we've all got to have a pretzel. I mean, for goodness' sake. <laughs> she's also she's also decided exactly where she's going to sit because of the lighting, and she's going. She's like. This is my beauty moment. She's like putting a tan on, doing a hair, putting a dress on. She's living for our 1 p.m. Oh, cocktail. Nice. But also, Sheila's had a bit of a, Ken, as Ken described it, your mum had a fashion faux pas this week. And I was like, oh, Ken, you bitch, what's happened? And he said, well, we were sat down and we've been watching Ozark. And obviously, on Ozark, it is lots of. Uh, Lots of back-to-back -back stabbings and murders, and it's quite oh. grim and it's quite full-on. And he's and he said, "But I'm amazed she is watching it." <laughs> oh, she's in, locked in. So, um, it was the it was the moon this week, the full moon. Yes, yes, but, and, pink moon. And Sheila, like me, had her crystals out. She was a bit like moon bathing. Anyway, Dad said, "Naked in the garden, vignette." Dad said, "Well, they." He said. 
We first went out into the garden looking for the moon and couldn't see it, so we walked all four corners of the garden looking up and deemed it that it hasn't happened. So we went inside to finish our crumble and sat and ate, and then the moon started glistening. And so your mum poured two whiskies and ran outside. <laughs> <laughs> said, I just finished me crumble and went outside. <laughs> Mum apparently was stood there. She'd, she'd, she'd put, uh, Dad said, your mum was wearing uh, running leggings with socks and sliders on. I was like, that's really hipster. She then put, she'd got a puffer jacket zipped up right to the top because it was cold and over the top of a puffer jacket she'd, she'd still got a pinny on. <laughs> <laughs> June has definitely <laughs> taken Ruby out of an evening with a gilet over a pinny. <laughs> well, Sheila put the pinny over the puffer jacket because obviously at any point she might have to go out. She had to finish the crumble. <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> and Dan said, Dan said, um, said, oh, is this your full moon look? And she, mum, next to whiskey, and did a catwalk up and down the garden for dad. She proved him right. She I love it. <laughs> She had none of it. Mum was catwalking up and down the garden under the full moon with a puffer jacket and a pinny on. <laughs> epic. Completely epic. Oh my epic. god, that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> um, I just want to take a moment for Elizabeth, who, talking about the letterbox manicures, has said, what about a cat flap for pedicures? It's incredible. And maybe a little handle at the top of the door to hold on to, just in case of... <laughs> yeah. You just hold on to that handle at the top and put your yeah. foot through the bottom. <laughs> There is a chair. There should be a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, how is June? So June, June's very well. June, <laughs> you remember June um, had the Betty Crocker cakes that she was making. She says Betty Crocker's really let her down. Bit of oh. She said she'd made it. She popped it in the cake tin. She came back to it. Gone. Betty. Well, that's June's short-lived relationship with Betty over. It's she said, done. Yes, Betty's let her down in lockdown. <laughs> if ever there was a time that June needed Betty, it was now. <laughs> yes. She had to stop my dad. My dad thought it was just some sort of marble defect on top. She was like, no! no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And as you know, nobody, nobody loves a lockdown meme as much as June. June is on it. I've made She's the June done. mailing list. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so good. She loves them. She <laughs> loves, honestly. And the thing is, she'll send them, she'll send them round and then if you don't respond, she'll send them again. Like, have you seen this? It's very funny. <laughs> and then it'll go into anything, just anything funny. Those clips that have done the rounds, you know, she's got them coming back round again <laughs> from like, you know, the one, the, the very first memes that there ever was. <laughs> but I love, do you know what? I couldn't wait to tell you this because yesterday I spoke to Nanny Lula. So Nanny Lula is June's mum. She's my nan. My she's daughter. the one who microwaved a pension. Absolutely. She's the one that microwaved a pension. Anyway, <laughs> so Nan's, Nan's in lockdown. She's fine. She's keeping her spirits up. She's doing very well. And where she lives is quite remote in Wales, but it's her house and with another house. So she's always shouting. They're always shouting to each other over the fence. Oh, stressful for the vocal cord. Yeah, well, she's fine. She's, she's like me. She's got a voice that carries. <laughs> and, but 
sometimes they'll get two chairs and put one at the top of the drive and one at the bottom so they can have a socially distant Oh, that's very sweet. They can feed each other. Anyway, she said last night, <laughs> she said John, the neighbour, John, her neighbour, came and called over the gate and said, Jean, Jean, there's two frogs copulating on the driveway here. <laughs> she said... She said, right. He said, do you want them for your pond? <laughs> and she said, I don't know. Anyway, he said, he said, he said, well, I've thrown a bucket of water over them. And Dan was like, why? Poor frogs. And he said, oh. it, was because, it was because he didn't want them to dry out. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. But also, I like that he's trying. I mean, he could have really decanted some water into some sort of hairspray thing, you know. What spritz? <laughs> Just a little light mist, salon mist. Nothing. Well, that's nice. <laughs> nothing. Nothing's gonna knock you off the mood like a tsunami from a bucket. But John said he'd spotted them. He said he'd been there all night. And Mum, Nan said, "Oh, it's a long do for a frog." <laughs> Oh, anyway, shattered. They were brought over in the aforementioned bucket and popped into the pond together. So they're very happy. Are they? I wouldn't be very happy with that. I'd be thinking, God, what's happening? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Will we do a bit of news from the north? Oh, my God. News from the north. Now, this, I can't take credit. Dutch actually found this because I, I, I was looking for news and I was having one of those weeks and Dutch found this absolute corker. Uh, this actually comes from the dailymail.co.uk. It is a national news from times gone past. Um, oh. Police raid garage cannabis factory only to discover it's a cosy home for guinea pigs called Simon and Kenny. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Embarrassed police have issued an apology to a mother after officers swooped on her house thinking she had turned it into a cannabis factory and found an electric heater for her two guinea pigs, Simon and Kenny. <laughs> Six officers in three vehicles rushed to Pam Hardcastle's home and the 42-year-old was shocked to receive a call from them from her mother telling her that the police were asking her to return from work. The officers had been alerted when a police helicopter picked up a hot spot on the roof of Pam's garage and assumed it was a drug den when in fact it was a cosy home for her lovable pets. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, a primary school learning mentor, was forced to return home to Bradford after officers from West Yorkshire Police obtained a search warrant, believing they had uncovered a specialist heating system designed to grow cannabis. She said, the officers said they, they wanted me to go home. He said, my garage lit up when the police helicopter was out and they believed I could be growing cannabis. He said they had a warrant and they wanted to search my premises. It was unbelievable. My <laughs> mum told them I had guinea pigs in garage and would have a heater in there to warm them up. But they cut, they cut a bolt off my neighbour's gate to gain entry. 
My neighbours told me police were everywhere. Everybody were asking what I'd done wrong. It were embarrassing. Simon and Kenny belonged to Pam's 10-year-old son, Jack. They lived in her garage for three months and she had put the heater inside because she had concerns that they would get cold. Sure. <laughs> she added, I've got no criminal record. I haven't even got an unpaid bill. I told the police I was squeaky clean and they said they knew, but they wanted to look in the garage. When I opened it up, they saw <laughs> when I opened it up, they saw the guinea pigs. They didn't say anything. They were in the garage two seconds and then they left. People are now wondering <laughs> what I've been up to. It's like I've been branded a drug dealer. I have contacted a solicitor because I'm concerned I might be, now have a criminal record. I'm worried that this <laughs> would come up on a CIB check if I ever went for another job. People think there's no smoke without fire. Neighbourhood police team inspector Darren Brown said the majority of operations of this nature are intelligence-based and often rely upon swift action. Due to the location of the garage, we could not make further observations without alerting the occupants. On this occasion, it transpired that the significant heat from the source coming from the property was not connected to the production of cannabis. <laughs> Officers who attended explained the full circumstance to the occupants and have discussed any damage. I would like to apologize for the distress this may have caused. However, I would point out that these tactics are essential in tackling drugs across the district. I can also reassure the occupants that their details will not be kept on the police record and I will personally be visiting them to discuss any concerns they might have. Pam said the inspector has now visited her to apologise in person and the police had brought a new lock for the neighbour's gate. <laughs> what was her, her bill be like? In my, in my mind, up? I'm imagining the guinea pigs, you know, with the little sunglasses on, on little like, visors, just stunning and be like, oh, hang on here a minute. <laughs> Steady on, officer, just catching me rays. <laughs> well, yeah, with a little My news from the north, um, it's a topical news, and it's from the North Wales Pioneer. Ooh. Mountain goats take over deserted streets in Landudno. Yes. A gang of goats has been spotted strolling around the deserted streets of Lamdudno during the nationwide lockdown. Residents Andrew Stewart captured the moment the mountain goats took advantage of the empty roads. Mr Stewart said he called the police after he noticed the animals breaking isolation rules by gathering <laughs> in a large group and not keeping to the required two metres apart on Friday night. Um, Wales. I think I just got a group of goats in Landudno arrested. Let me explain. <laughs> First I saw this from inside a dark pub, the one I live in, currently. <laughs> I was seeing things, so I took a video. Mr. Stewart said he noticed the goats having a midnight feast on hedges. They were probably going to run riot on the town. What was nobody being about due to the lockdown? I wasn't sure if they were keeping the required two metres apart. He said North Wales police officers attended the scene in a patrol car, adding, I'm sorry if the goats got arrested, but they were being very naughty. But the animals returned over the weekend and were still destroying garden bushes, eating leaves in the Trinity Square town centre and sleeping in the churchyard on Monday. 
No, sure. North Wales police have been contacted for comment. Would you like to see some pictures? Oh, absolutely. I've seen this doing the rounds. It's incredible. I've got a friend from Camden there. Oh, you're looking at dresses as well at the same time, darling. No, no, no. That's just popped up. I don't know what that is. That's just the answer. <laughs> Nothing to see. But here they are. Run oh, I love it. Nah, fancy a paint, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight thief, you say? Graveyard sleeping. Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes, absolutely. Now, it is once again an isolation special. So, Jules, out of these three, who would you most likely, most like to be isolated with? Is it Jamie Oliver, Jamie Redknapp, or Jamie Cullen? Jamie Oliver, the chef, Jamie Redknapp, the footballer, or Jamie Cullen, the fabulous jazz pianist? This is tricky because none of them are really, you know, strumming on my harp chords, as it were. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing really to lust after within this section. Jamie Redknapp, very, very attractive. But it has been known that he's, he's not the most, you know, fruitful of people. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamie Oliver... His wife is called Jules, so the transition would be easy for him. <laughs> I know, I don't want to make it hard for anyone else. Um, definitely not Jamie Cullen. Although oh, he must, I, I imagine he would be funny, but I don't like jazz. No. So, no, he'd be no. constantly taking to that damn piano and I'd have to stand there. You need to do the jazz eyes and be like. <laughs> do you know what he'd try and do? He'd try and convert you to jazz. He'd see lockdown as an opportunity to be like, by the time you leave the house, you'll love jazz. I'll end up beating him with a flu. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's that window. <laughs> Jamie Oliver. Mm. Now, I actually really enjoy cooking, and I imagine Jamie Oliver wouldn't let you cook, and he'd pick and poke every meal and be like, you should have added tarragon. You could have added sage, you know, all of that. And that would really get on my wit. He's also got a lot of children, and uh, at the moment I'm really relishing in silence. So yes. I shall go not just, Jamie uh, Oliver. Just to I'll... say, I don't think he would bring his children. Just to say that, I think it would just. I think they'd want to speak to their father. There'd be lots of FaceTiming. Yeah, there would. We know who this show's all about in this house, don't we? What? Um, <laughs> jokes. But I think I'll go for Jamie, Jamie Radnap because a couple of wines, Friday night will be great. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, don't speak. Just sit there. Just sit there, darling. <laughs> Just sit there while I go get Bev. <laughs> Do you like bingo, Jamie? <laughs> Have I got a Wednesday for you? <laughs> oh my gosh, Portslew crew. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for being here. If you've been yes. here live, thank you so much. Like We're so absolutely thrilled to have you. Um, please join us for bingo of a Wednesday. Um, it's, I mean, it's some of the most fun that you can have in your own house. 
I would say. Actually. It has been said by many. Yeah, many, many. And we've got, we've got the reviews to prove it. <laughs> um, please, yeah, Wednesday evenings, 8 o'clock, choose your own numbers. Like, the link's in the bio if you want to come and play bingo. We'd love that so much. Um, you can write to us if it's safe and appropriate to do so. The address is... The Port Salute Crew HQ. P.O. Box. 66747. London. NW5. 9GH. And we will put this out as, if you're watching this live, this will be available as a podcast to listen to as normal. Yes. Um, we love you very much. Happy bank holiday weekend. Happy Easter. Stay safe and all of that. Happy Easter. Have the most gorgeous time. We love you very much. Mwah. Mwah. Shall we finish on my affirmation, oh, babe? Oh, yes. <laughs> Someone's had too much chocolate. <laughs> very drunk um, <laughs> we do always finish on Jules I'm so sorry darling. no I loved I it we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week what have you gone for it's an affirmation my love go on I release any and all things that are not in alignment with my natural state of being oh god hefty it is hefty it's Ooh. heavy and it's worthy just sure. like me <laughs> we love you very much and we will see you next time bye <laughs>Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.